You're listening to Out and Proud, a Fidelity Pride production. This podcast is designed to allow members of the LGBTQ plus community and those demonstrating acts of allyship to share their coming out stories, both at Fidelity and in the whole wide world. I'm your host, Joe Shaw, and on today's episode, I speak to Amit Thariwal about his coming out story, how he was able to share his whole self with his friends, his family, and understand this about himself as recently as 2016, and then be able to use an incredible opportunity to share his coming out story with the entire company in 2021. It's an excellent episode. It's very heartwarming. I think you're definitely going to enjoy it. So stick around. My conversation with Amit will be right up after this. listening to Out and Proud. I'm your host, Joe Shaw, and I'm so excited to welcome my good friend, Amit, to the podcast. Amit, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on the show, Joe, and I'm excited to talk about my story. I'm, I think, exceptionally excited to hear from you because of the fact that, you know, you had stated to me before we were even recording that it's, it's taken some time and it's been, it's been quite a bit of a journey and, and we're going to get into a few of those things today. So let, let's go ahead and start, um, right at the top and just, I'd like to ask you, so when did you first sort of quote unquote, come out to yourself? I think I always knew it somewhere behind at the back of the head, you know, you, you always did. And, but it was always living in denial because uh, the environment that I've grown up in India uh, over the years, this is something that you didn't talk about. This was seen as a taboo. So you're never comfortable talking about these things. And uh, you're always confused, but you always push it under the carpet, you know, yeah. saying, you know, it's one of those growing pangs. Or it's one of those adolescent things that, you know, you have a crush on someone who's grown up or a movie star because you do grow up with those. So you just kind of brushed it aside and you moved ahead because all your friends around you were having relationships, heterosexual relationships, girlfriends. So you thought that's the norm. And uh, but you also wanted to be part of the crowd. You know, you didn't want to be left alone, especially when you're a young adult, adolescent, you know, being left alone from the crowd was the worst thing that could happen to you. So. At the back of the mind, somewhere down, I knew something was not right, but I just ignored it completely for for a good part of my life. Yeah. And that's how it was. So, yes. But at some point, I think it started catching up with me. Uh, as you start growing older, you become more mature. You start understanding the environment. You're more exposed. And then you start questioning yourself. There's always a dual conflict which happens in your mind it's a very dichotomic thing you know where you say you know who am i what's my true identity uh why am i not feeling comfortable so i have been in a relationship with a, a beautiful young lady for the longest time because that was was expected and i was also happy but uh we were together but we were not together i don't know right. how to explain it but right. that's right. how it was uh and uh, i was just never able to commit myself yeah. Because every time the, and always we passed away because typical everyone says, you no, know, we all are scared of making a commitment. So it was very easy to put it under that guise and say, you know, I'm not right. ready for a commitment. But there was obviously more to it. 
you know, why I'm not. And I think at one point that's when it, the dam broke and yeah. I said, you know, enough, I need help. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and that's when I decided to really come out to myself yeah. and uh, to a few of my close friends. Thank you for sharing that. What, what time around, like, how old were you when, when you sort of had that moment of realization? So around uh, that was around 2016. Okay. Uh, when I wrote, yeah, that's and I'm uh, that's about almost five to six years back. That's around when I was 44, 45. Yeah. I'm disclosing my age for the group, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm not going to hide my age. Uh, but uh, that was around 44, 45. So, and I, I, Joe, the biggest uh, I think for me, um, I have a very close friend, and she's like my rock of Gibraltar. Right now, she's the one who helped me really get to the point of you know accepting who I am. Yeah. In fact, she pushed me to take help. Uh, I went for counseling. I did go to a counselor back in India. And uh, she pushed me. She says, no, Amit, you need to take help and you need to seek help. And I think that was the turning point when I started seeing my counselor yeah. and uh, spending time with him and talking over the, you know, over months and weeks of conversation that's when I started feeling more and more comfortable and able to come out. And I think that's the biggest learning that I have taken from all of this is that it's okay to seek help. It's perfectly normal. You know, people are scared that you know how, but if you don't ask for help, you will not get help and it will not help you. Yeah. So that was me a big turning point. And in 2016, I finally came out to my family and a set of very close friends who I really trusted, my inner circle. Yeah. And of course, to this beautiful lady who I was in a relationship for the longest time. Yeah. It messed up our lives, undoubtedly. But uh, I knew I had to do what was right. Yeah. I couldn't continue living a lie. I couldn't continue. I just had, I just couldn't stop. I had to see myself the way I am. Sure. You know, I just couldn't yeah. stop. And that was for me the moment that I said, yes, I've accepted this is who I am. You know, you brought up, so one thing I, I want to, there's kind of two things in what you said that I want to cover real quick. So I think on the one hand, you talked about, you know, it messing up your lives. And what I would say is, you know, it's, it, it can be, I would say when we recognize this whole, whole part of ourselves, right. And we acknowledge it, there is the there is the the possibility of sort of this disruption, right? And sometimes, sometimes depending on who we're around and where we're at, uh, it's just more of an awareness. Like I'm, I'm letting you know, this is who I am. I've recognized this about myself and we're moving forward and everything's fine. And then sometimes it does necessitate sort of that bit of a disruption. And so I think um, the kindest thing in, in that regard, right, is that you're being kind to yourself in recognizing it. And then you're being kind to those around you by sharing it and saying like, I, I want to be as authentic to you and as I am to myself. And this is, this is where these are, this is what's next sort of a thing. And then you talked about the counseling and that's so true in the sense that we, I think we as individuals, as humans, um, tend to do a lot of internal, uh, internal, uh, for lack of a better word, counseling, right? And we are not always our, mm -hmm. our best counselors. We need someone to, to talk to and, and, and talk through what we're feeling and, and, and help us understand maybe why we're feeling conflicted in a lot of different ways. Yes. And it takes someone who can kind of expertly guide that 
it can take someone that uh, expertly guides those conversations to help us recognize those pieces. Um, and so it's, I think it's invaluable to, to have that and to have that support structure uh, who, who is able to recommend that for you. So, so you talked about um, friends and family a little bit. So let's, let's circle back quite a bit. And then I want to, I want to ask you what, as you were going through this, this journey of self-discovery is what I'll call Mm it. um, What motivated you to share your whole self with, I, I believe you said first friends, then family, but however, however, which it was, what was the, the motivation for you as you were going through that journey? So the motivation was that now that I have come to accept myself as who I am uh, and my friends chose, we became friends not because of my orientation or anything. We were friends otherwise. And if I have to be true to myself, I have to be true to my friends because they're my closest people. If I cannot be honest with them, then the whole friendship is based on, you know, it's a false, it's, it's, it, it doesn't make sense. Right. And that was what truly motivated me to talk about it to my friends. In fact, I was very open to my close friends. And I said, I'll understand if you don't want to have anything to do with me because of my orientation or whatever it is that, you know, that you, if you don't want to accept it, I will respect your decision. But I, I have to come out clean and be honest to you saying, this is who I am. This is the person that I am. Does it change me? No. Does it change our friendship? No. Do I love you any less? No. We're going to still be friends. And Joe, I was so lucky. All my friends, they, all of them said only one thing. They said, we couldn't care less. We love you, Amit, the way you are. Yeah. How does it make a difference? Uh, yeah. it, nothing has changed. Nothing will change. And this is still are very much important part of my lives as of today also. So that what motivated me to you know come out family took a little more while family is always more sacred sure because you know it yeah. it's i have an elderly father i have my brother and their family it's it takes a little more while you know to orient because they've seen you the longest they've seen yeah. you since birth right it takes longer for the family to accept it friends are still easy because they're still you know you've shared more yeah. time with your friends in yes. a way and you share your darker secrets right. a different side they've seen of it so friends were still relatively easy but yeah, that's what motivated me to come out to them and just be myself, honest. Yeah. That's the way it was. You know, that's a, it's a, it's so, in, I always find it interesting um, just from my own perspective that it seems to be with family, some things are easier and some things are so much harder, right? And then, and so I think it, to your point, they've known, they've known us longer, speaking of family, they've known us longer um, but they, they've known us in their perceived version of Joe, right? Or their perceived version yeah. of, of Amit. And our friends, they're seeing us in the in a lot of times in the good and the bad and everything in between. And we're sharing things and we're up way hours in the morning talking and conversing and, and all kinds of things. And and so in in a lot of ways, it becomes an easier bridge to cross when we're talking with friends and then yet you know going to family it can be like hey you perceive me as one thing right or who I am but in reality this is my whole version over here and I'm excited to show it to you or to share it with you rather um but it can be it can be a daunting task um so what mo so we talked about this being in 2016 
And then yes. what what motivated you to share your whole self? So we talked about friends and family, but with your Fidelity coworkers. So, um, so in my close friends, I also had a few friends, my Fidelity colleagues in that group. So some of my Fidelity colleagues knew when I came out in 2016, I came out to them also. Uh, so they were part of my group. So that's uh, some of my Fidelity colleagues knew who I was. But there was no pressure for me to really come out. But as I said, as I went through this, I got involved with the Pride ERG when we started in India, when we started. So I was extremely actively involved and it was extremely passionate and close to me. Uh, but I always, there was always a fear, you know, that's there. how do I come out to my colleagues? You know, mm. I, I was the fear of being judged. Uh, will my team members see me the way I see, you know, not see me as a leader or a colleague or a friend or, you know, someone from the office, but me being out, you know, will they mix the two personalities and how will it get impact my work? Right. So all of those fears and questions were going on. But as I moved, took on the journey of the Pride ERG, and I started getting involved uh, extensively and intensively, both, that's when I started realizing that, uh, no, I need to bring my complete self to work because uh, you are constantly second guessing yourself because you may have told a story to a colleague, but by next two or three days, you've forgotten what they said. And then you have to think about something extremely smart right. to cover it it gets to you. It just yeah. got to me after a point. I just couldn't. Yeah. And that's when I said, and and as a leader of the Pride ERG, I said, if I don't do it and walk the talk, yeah. then I, is it, I, it just didn't seem right. Yeah. And that's when I said, no, I need to get a decision and put my fears aside. And I said, what were the consequences? At least I'm being honest. Sure. I think that was a thing. And in fact, in 2021, it took me almost five years for me to come out in fidelity. Uh, it took me five years. I came out. I still remember the date. It was June 23rd. And I didn't come out in a big fan way. Uh, HR had asked me to write an article mm -hmm. uh, because I was out of Pride ERG. And I thought that's a brilliant way to really come out. Yeah. And I wrote my coming out story. And for everyone to read it on the uh, our internal newsletter. Yeah. And then... Uh, that's what happened on June 23rd to 2021 when I came out. And I think the other thing with Joe was by 2021, I also uh, had a partner in my life. So I have a partner. I stay with my partner. And uh, I think just having him with me, this just gave me that feeling of comfort and confidence, which is yeah. very important. And uh, it became easier for me because I know I had him at my back yes. you know, besides my friends. So that's when I came out. And that's what motivated me to come out to everyone in fidelity i remember reading so i remember reading that post and just being blown away and just being super happy for you and being super thrilled and excited and what a perfect way to to announce it right is just hey hey you're the leader of this uh of this group so we want you to write a post in honor of pride month and you're like well uh what a perfect opportunity to to share this news with the rest yep. of the colleagues um so I want to ask you, so you are, are currently in India, is that correct? That's correct. Okay. I'm in India. Okay. So how has it been for you being out and proud while still living in India? I know we talked a bit about um, maybe uh, some folks that are a little bit older that, you're, that you know personally. Um, it took some time for them to kind of understand and wholly accept. So how has it been for you being out and proud within India? 
So, Joe, I'll, I'll talk from my angle and my sure. perspective on this sure. whole thing. Uh, I, I would like to think that we belong to a certain social strata of a little of the privileged because, you know, we are from more of the urban India that we are. And urban India over the years have has evolved. It's more exposed. So the acceptance is better. Gotcha. And if even if they're not acceptance, at least they do not question you. So for me, it was relatively easy. Uh, so even right now, like uh, we moved our homes and we moved to a new apartment here in India, uh, my partner and I, where we live and our neighbors, they're so open and accepting. No one really questioned us, you know, like two boys, two men staying together. Right. It was pretty normal. No one really questioned as to who, why, what, what's your relationship. Right. So as I said, we have the privilege. We have more exposure. We live in an urban India. Uh, that makes a big difference in the way we are in a society. Has the society changed? I'm not one to make a commentary, but yes, sure. we do read stories. We do read uh, you know, incidents, we do read about what's happening in other states and what's happening. Is it all hunky-dory? No. But for me personally, it's been a very, very positive journey. I have not faced any resistance. No one's really questioned. And we have also been conscious. You know, we don't wear our sexuality orientation on our sleeves, you know, when we are out. We're also conscious because, you know, we are living in a society. We need to live by certain norms. But has it mattered? Absolutely not. You know, we've been pretty okay. So I would say it's been good. The journey has been very good. It's been very accepting. And I think uh, what's most important is people that we've interacted, you know, through various, you know, when moving neighbors, friends, and so on and so forth. They have all been, um, they said, you know what, you're two individuals. What you do, it's your lives. Right. It really doesn't matter. And we're happy for you as long as you are happy. Yeah. So I think that's been a very positive journey for me personally, as I said. Politics, India sites, that's a different story. And I think that's a conversation for another time. Sure. But uh, this is where it is right now, where we are. I appreciate that. Well, if there's somebody listening right now who may be struggling with coming out, what would be a piece of advice you would want to give them? I would say if you're struggling to come out, uh, don't be, you're not alone. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared. Uh, seek help. Because when I was struggling, I... I went for help. I went for a counselor. It really helps you understand and deal with your own self because we have all these crazy conflicts in our head. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Uh, I, with mine, I hope people who see the story, if they want, they can reach out to me. I had another friend of mine. Her daughter's friend uh, was having some troubles and conflicts. He reached out to me. I spoke to him a couple of times. I hope he's doing well, because but that's the way it is. Right. But I'm available if people would like to reach out to me. But even if I'm not there, reach out for help. Get counselors. It's okay. It it helps you immensely. Today, I'm in a better place because of this. Don't be afraid. Uh, and very honestly, many may not accept it. But as long as you accept yourself... I think that's the fundamental. You need to accept yourselves. You know, that's that's what makes the difference there. I, I I think that's most important, Joe. You know, having the acceptance within ourselves, and once you made peace with that, then the rest will start falling in place. I love that, Amit. Thank you for being out and proud. Thank you. <laughs> If you would like to know more about how you can get started with Fidelity Investments today, go to fidelitycareers.com. 
That's fidelitycareers.com to get started on your Fidelity career today.